0: Welcome back to the show, there's no telling where we'll go, so come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Dude, making this podcast is hard. It is hard, I don't want to do it anymore. So much work. I'm done. Like. We're over it. we have to put up cameras and stuff. Yeah. And plug in microphones. It's the worst. Sit in chairs and talk to each other.
1: Sometimes my mic's like this and I gotta grab it and I gotta go like that.
0: And then when it's all done, you have to take all the files and like. Edit stuff together with different POVs. Sometimes you get crazy and you put stuff on screen, yeah, to like really show what we That's did. That's
1: where the real hard work comes into play. So it's much too hard much. work. So they need to be shorter. Podcasts over. Bye. Yeah,
0: we're gonna make things easy because like it is so much better just to make life easy and just breeze, right? Yeah. Than to actually like put a bunch of work into an effort into something.
1: That's what life's about, yeah. man. It's just making it as easy That's a as dream. possible. Make it as that easy is a dream as possible. Always wanted to do that. It's- <laughs>
0: No, to be to be serious, this is the conversation we're having today is about hard work and the benefits that one can reap uh in putting in a little bit of uh, what they call elbow grease yeah. into into things. And uh obviously a joke, the podcast is is uh Oh, well, it's a ton of work. Yeah. It, it's a ton of work, but it's a ton of fun. It is you know it is. you know, so yeah, we're not bagging on the on the idea that this is harder in no, any way, no, no, no. but uh it's 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 but it's worth it, right? At the end of the day you know, we, we do, we, we give up our, our Saturdays to do it. You give up a lot of hours during the week to edit. I, I give up time to set up all the equipment and stuff. And at the end of the week, every Friday, we have a new podcast that comes out and we get great feedback and people enjoy it. And we're super proud of our product. Yep. And it's that, it's the payoff, you know, during the, during the, the week, I'm sure when you're editing, when you're, You know, hey guys, I gotta end this stream right now and miss dinner with the family because I gotta finish editing this podcast. Probably doesn't feel super, but then the next day when you release and you see everybody say, "Oh my gosh, this podcast came at the perfect time in my life." Hearing these words is exactly what I needed uh, to have a good day or whatever. Then it's like, yeah, we know it was worth it, and and that's and that's I think a case a lot in. Just everyday life. We take it out, you know, zoom out, take it out of just talking about the podcast. Talk about mowing your lawn. Same exact feelings. That's
1: that's what I was kind of getting at is that there's, we need to, the level of hard work that this podcast is, is sort of, in my opinion, way down the line in the journey of what hard work is. So I think, I think it would be wise to pump the brakes for a second and just talk about what is hard work and and what is it that we were raised to believe in, in what it was. And I think about when I go back when I was I was younger because we I was taught at a young age, um, you know, and I don't really remember where it came from, but that hard, you know, you work hard and, and you reap the benefits of it. And that's the way it was. And I guess I sort of thought, you know, what is what is hard work? What is it? Is it mm-hmm. something that's just physically demanding? Because as, as a young at a young age, that's kind of what I thought it was. Hard yeah. work was something that was physically demanding. Now, here's what's interesting. This is actually a podcast I've been wanting to do uh, for like a year now we were like on episode three or four and it went through my head. I would like to eventually talk about just the essence of hard work Mm -hmm. and what's, and we didn't really decide to do this one until almost last minute, but I'm kind of, I'm not bummed. I'm not bummed, but there's a part of me that's bummed that I, I wasn't more diligent about this because I was hoping to have a guest on this one, on this topic and the guest I was going to bring in would have been both of my uncle's right? My, 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 my two uncles, one is my, um, my mom's, uh, brother. And the other one is my mom's sister's husband. Okay. When it comes to physically working hard, these two guys are, they they are, they, this is the pinnacle. They're the pinnacle of what physically hard work is. One of them Hmm. builds pools and the other one is a roofer. Now, wow when, if you've ever done roofing, okay. Especially where we live. Oh my, yes. (laughs) In the desert. (laughs) Yes. So when I was, uh, I believe 14 or something, I had a a trip coming up, like a band trip coming up that needed to be paid for. And so I needed to work. I was 14 or 15. So I asked my uncle, uh, the roofer, if I could work for him and, uh, and you know, he'll pay me. And he was like, yeah, I, I don't know if you know what you're in for. Like, this is not normal like this is not normal hard labor Mm -hmm. especially here in arizona especially in the summer and so we went to do some roofing and and i thought i knew what hard work was and i was never afraid to do it but boy oh boy turns out i didn't know anything right i didn't know anything so when he was like i'm gonna pick you up tomorrow at 5 30 and i'm like what what would you say he's like i'm picking up at 5 30 and i knew i okay i guess we're gonna get started he's like you believe me he's like we want to start early because when that sun comes up whoo It's going to be brutal. I'm like, okay, well, you start early. You end early. No, you don't end early. We went from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. right on that roof. And I remember uh, him being like, listen, every time I go down this ladder to get the forklift, to bring the tile up, I need you taking some water, like drink water, put it on your contact points and all that. And so I did and I stuck to it. And I remember thinking to myself, I am going to do everything in my power to make my uncle proud, everything I possibly can. And it was it was not easy, man, but it was just, and I was physically fit, but I remember at the end of the day, I was like, I, I, I can barely, I can barely move mm-hmm. and I got to come back and do this again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was just like, so that was what it was. And, and I got the money I needed and, and that's all well and good. But that to me was physically hard work. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you have any experiences back at that young age? Like, like. Being involved in a job because the, the definition of hard work is going to evolve in this conversation. So let's go to the bare, very bare bones of it first.
0: Not not before I was like sixteen and actually had like a, a legit paycheck type of job. Mm-hmm. I think what it was for me was just being exposed to seeing how my parents worked hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think they were they were both my, both parents were really really hard workers. My dad was was um, uh, worked at a ready mix plant that wasn't even like in the same city. And so like he would typically travel uh, just home for the weekends and then go to work. Uh, it's like a four four hour drive where his ready mix plant was. But he made sure that over the summer to invite me up for a week so that I could see what he did working at this ready mix plant. And I could I could witness it myself and like see, oh, my gosh, OK, this is what it means to to, you know, to be able to put food on the table. He's got to go. He's got to do this. He's got to, got to get, got to get in this front end loader and move rock from over there to over there. And and, and it's like seeing him work that hard was like really just awe inspiring. And then when, and then on the flip side, my mom, you know, both parents worked to make sure that that we could make ends meet. And my mom would just work like these crazy, like 10 hour days and she would just come home exhausted. Uh, And I could see it in her face that she was exhausted from working all day. And then immediately just start cooking us dinner. And I'm just like, I, I'm i just like, I, I, you get a witness that firsthand. It was just like, okay, this is life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this, is, this must be what life is like, like that is what it's going to take in order to, you know, to move forward. And it, it I got a chance to experience it. And I, I very value those the experiences that my parents, I'm glad they, they let me in on it because yeah. I think a lot of it, it I think even I would. Kind of hide that kind of stuff from my my kids you know like i don't want them to see that it's it's difficult for me to to make sure they are fed and have a roof over their head and all that stuff you know what i mean so i would like especially in the the earlier days where i was like you know working stupid hours not it wasn't very physical work you know but mentally draining to come home after like coding (laughs) <laughs> Something yeah. for 10 hours. And then I come home and then try to carry out a conversation with your kids when your brain's completely melted. Um, so there's a different mental aspect we can talk about. But physically, physically, no, I mean, the most work that I did that was physical was mostly sports stuff, not actual like sure. jobs, Sure, you know, so competing on basketball teams and, and stuff like that. Uh, we did drumline that, that, physi- that was that's huge that was physically, physically demanding. demanding so if that- you want to if you want to get out of like the job space there was a lot of things i did as a kid that that were physical and yeah. work you know even playing sports practicing this work you know yeah
1: well that, i think what i find interesting about this is that you know the 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 roofing stuff was physically hard work but it's mindless work it's absolutely mindless, right? Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you need to kind of be aware of your surroundings so you're not falling off the roof. I get it. But my job was to grab six tiles at a time and walk it across this roof and place it in, in play. And by the way, I'm placing it on a whole thing that we spent the first two days prepping. Go place it over there, come back, grab it, do it back for, for 12 hours. Physically, it, nothing mental about that, right? And then you have other things that are mentally hard. It's, 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 it takes It's mentally hard work to pull off whatever you need to uh, and, and also there's also the, there's, there's emotionally difficult. Right. And so yeah. you bring sports into it, you bring drumline into it. That's a trifecta. That's all of them. Right. Yeah. That's why we hold athletes in such high regard. It's yeah. it, because it's like they're, they are, they're acing all three of those, right? they that's, I mean, physically they're getting after it, man. Mentally they're getting after it. Obviously there's an emotional aspect to it and they're getting after it and they're able to see those benefits. And when you talk about that you're you're you saw a great example from your parents in regards to what hard work was that's that is extremely invaluable mm-hmm. I want you to think about we were talking about you know what was it a couple episodes ago we did guilty pleasures right two three episodes ago whatever it was we did guilty pleasures <laughs> and uh I, you know all those garbage shows I will watch sometimes and I'm not going to name any characters but there's one <laughs> character who is like so wealthy this 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 dude is so wealthy he's like late twenties or maybe 30 years old. He's worth millions upon millions, all of which not one penny. Does he have anything to do <clears> with? Right. Cause his parents were billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. And they decided to, uh, I'm just, he's not going to, he's going to want for nothing for his entire life. I'm not faulting them. I'm not going to say anything about it. That's, that's their prerogative. That's their money. They can do what they want. But this dude grew into a young man, into a, eventually a man to where you're 30 has zero concept of what it is to do anything of value in regards to what it is to produce, what he Mm -hmm. can't, he can't do anything. He can barely hold a conversation. And it's mean for me to say this, but the guy's a moron. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like it's, I sounds, do I think he's innately built to be a moron? I don't. I think that his journey completely limited him to all these experiences that we're very familiar with uh, to where he had no growing going on. He has, he still has all the same, um, impulsive desires of like a five-year-old. It's just, it's just that his taste has changed. You know what I mean? But, but in regards to, that's a thing that I want to be in my life. And I, and I use this plastic rectangle and now I have it. And now I want that thing. And here's some more of my plastic rectangle that I don't have to do anything to pay this off. I don't do anything to earn the money to begin with. I don't have to do anything, anything, anything to earn what I'm getting. So here's the best part. He's also seemingly never actually happy. You know what I mean, and so he doesn't get to experience. I pity him. He doesn't ever mm-hmm. get to experience what it is to push forward that hard, that hard work and get something in return. Right. You know what I'm saying, and that's what I think. That's that's yeah. You're...
0: Learning learning that that there's a payoff for putting an effort mm-hmm. into anything mm-hmm. is is huge, and getting things just handed to you without having to actually work for it is going to put you in a space where you never fully understand that. And I, and I think actually you can go from one to the other. You can go from being a a hard worker who values putting in the effort and sweat equity and all that into things and, and getting the payout to uh, getting comfortable over time. I mean, shoot, let's talk about, let's talk about something we talked about before. Like during the pandemic, we got comfortable with like DoorDash. So it, it, it happens, right? You go from like, Understanding what it's like to put in the hard work to make dinner and then the payoff is you made that and it's probably healthy and, and you get to enjoy it to, oh, it's, it's just easy enough. I'll just hit this button on my phone and I get food <laughs> delivered to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can learn to forget what hard work is like. Like, I mean, honestly, it, it, the more older we get, the more comfortable we get either financially or just be in our jobs. You know, we move up into roles that aren't aren't as demanding at, at like some of the, the entry level stuff. Yeah. Um, you kind of get into that space right. to where you forget. You're right. You forget what it was like to have to come into work and prove yourself, work the 10 hour days to to you know show that you're worth the hire yeah and because now you're comfortable and you've you've worked your way up and people know you and they they know that that you're 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 gonna do your job and you're fine and you don't feel like you have to prove it anymore um, so I feel like there you you can slide along that scale I agree. as a as a human based on where you are in life.
1: I agree. And 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 it's kind of weird because it makes me wonder so this guy I'm talking about is he old is he is he old enough now to where if he was put into a space to where he had to work hard to get the things that he wants would he be able to do it? I mean a lot of it comes down to character, right? But let me yeah. be very uh, let me be very forthcoming in regards to who I am. I I grew up understanding the idea of work at a very young age. And I worked and did my thing. And as time went by, I realized, here's how you get ahead in the world. Just be better than the guy next to you. And that I actually specifically learned in Drumline, right? Be better than the guy next to you and you'll always be fine. Because if you do that, then they're gonna put you somewhere else and there's new people next to you. Be better than them, Mm -hmm. right? So anything I did, I was going at it with that mentality. When I first started working at Costco, um, you know, boy, that is another lifetime ago. When I first started working at Costco, I got those hours, I got those shifts, and my job was as mundane as it gets. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to do it better than anybody else here. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't care how mundane it is. I took pride in the fact that no matter how how mundane or uh, valueless the job is that you're giving me, I'm going to do it better than anybody. And it actually, it actually hurt me to begin with, and the reason was because you everything was about speed. So you actually had to half ass it in order just to survive. So they'd be like, listen, can you go straighten up that aisle? And if you can think of Costco, it's a warehouse. Those aisles are large. Mm -hmm. I was, it was like closing time and we were supposed to be straightening up the aisles and where everybody was done with like three aisles. I was halfway through only one. And they were like, dude, what is taking you so long? You know, I, I was new and they were nice and everything. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it so fast. But then they looked at the, my half aisle and it looked like wallpaper. Like I did every, I was, it was almost yeah. like it was, that's that a stupid way to do it.
0: You're but, turning every can. So the label's yes. facing perfectly out towards the customer. Yes. Wow. It, it
1: quite literally looked like somebody with severe, severe OCD, uh, <laughs> had done this. Right. And yeah. and the manager, I got to give him credit, man. The manager came over. He's like, let me see what you've, Oh, okay. Oh my God. You know what I mean? he looks at? It, he goes, okay, first of all, wow, that's <laughs> impressive. We don't have time for that. He handled it very well. He's like, just and he, and he goes, let me show you. And he did this thing. And it was like, what a mess it was when he was done, but it was straight enough to start the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, I got you. And he fixed me right then and there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was just trying to get there. But what he saw was this is where this guy's work ethic is by default. If yeah. I can taper that, we got something here. Yeah. And what I ended up learning was that I was like, I was there for like, I don't know, like two months or whatever. And the guy who had recommended me, they went up to him. They're like, that that was a that was a good find, man. You know what I mean? They're like, that guy's yeah. one of the hardest workers we have. And then next thing you know, I'm in their eyes and I'm I'm ready to. So now let's take that work ethic, let's take that environment and try to apply it to today's skiz. Well, mm. I do work hard at my job. I do. I'm also very, very aware that I am granted a tremendous amount of freedom so that I can work on my second job, which is well, this and streaming and YouTube and all mm-hmm. that, right? So I'm very, very fortunate. Very fortunate. So uh, the flexibility I have, I can wake up early or start at six a.m. I can work, you know, late at night. I can work on the weekends to make sure I'm caught up at my regular job. So I can fit in all the awesomeness that you and me and Green and Tango and all of us do together. It's great. Well, let's just snap our fingers and say everything changes, and the next thing you know, um, I've got to go do a job like Costco, which it could happen. It could happen within my work. They Mm -hmm. could be like, "Listen, this whole organization is going away, but we actually need you in the factory now." There's no freedom. By no freedom, I mean goose egg, right? So now where I can say to my work, which I just did last week, guys, Thursday, uh, my availability is going to be very limited. I'm going to be online early in the morning taking care of some meetings, but then I got to take my dad um, to a medical consult and then I'm going to be out pretty much most of the day, but I have my cell phone. And the response from my team was, no worries, we got you. That's the type of freedom I have. If I'm in the factory or I'm back at Costco, that's not going to happen. So when you're talking about how that, scale can slide i agree with you but i think it's directly tied in with your character and unfortunately i fear that i operate like a zip tie it's only one direction i am right. worried i will never be able to go back you know what i mean tell the, me about it yeah I, see what I, I, mean? I, I don't work i don't work at intel anymore <laughs> yeah. tell me about it
0: like like if if things all shifted like you said and and all of a sudden i'm like okay i better go you know I better brush up my coding skills. What language are we using these days? Um, (laughs) You know, I'll be, I'll be in trouble. And it would be, it would be really hard uh, mentally to have to like get back into that space. But then again, I kind of feel like, do you remember in um, minority report when she was talking about, uh, you know, life, you know, fighting, fighting back for survival or whatever, everything kind of fights for its own survival. And she grabs that like vine and squeezes it. And then it cuts her hand to escape
1: no I don't but that's great
0: you're gonna find the clip yeah. I, I believe in you yeah um, basically it's talking about <laughs> basically the idea behind that clip is like when you're put in a space where you have to like do whatever it takes to survive you will figure it out and I think that's where I would go you know what I mean like if if everything ended it would be it'd be a kick in the gut at first it yeah. would be really really hard but then because of who I am because of the because of like you know, the disciplines and, and everything that I got growing up, I learned that hard work is, is important. I would figure it out and I would go do exactly what I needed to do. You know, I'd go find a job and, and even if it wasn't, you know, as awesome as being a YouTuber and, and streamer and stuff, I would, I would do what it takes. I would step up, I would put in the work and I would make sure that my family's still fed and, and we can do what we need to do. Yeah, You know, I, and I think at that point it would start to slide back. I don't, yeah. It'd be, it'd be like a little bit of a zip tie because it'd be hard to go back, but it wouldn't be impossible. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: No, I, 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 I absolutely hear that. And maybe you would be better at it than I would, because I've already, I've noticed I'm moving in a weird way these days to where hard like we talked about the, the essence of hard work and the benefits. And I want to be very, very clear here. Hard work absolutely has gigantic benefits. It's just you have to be at peace with the fact that the definition of of hard or the arena you find yourself in is a moving target, and so if I were to so w- w- first what was physically demanding when I was a kid doing the roofing blah blah blah, and then I have a really funny story for you. I wonder I'll, I'll get back to it in a second. Doing the physically st- physically demanding stuff, then doing the mentally and physically demanding, which is the uh, the drum and stuff, which also partnered with. Uh, being emotionally demanding or whatever, moving into an actual job to where it wasn't really mentally um, demanding. There was a physical aspect to it. But if you applied a mental aspect to it, then you were given more attention. You're given more value, right? So the next thing I know, I'm being in charge of more things at Costco. This is back in the day. I'm being trusted with more things. I mean, there is something to be said for only being there, you know, a handful of months and you're given the keys to about $800,000 worth of jewelry. Like that that feels good. Right. Like, hey, they trust me. This is good, right? So that's all paying off or whatever take it all all the way into where I'm working at Intel years into my career of hard work and trying to do all that. Now I'm going to shift my hard work into doing what I know that this company needs, right. And creating what I did along with our buddy, our buddy Joe inside the factory. That was a big deal. And that was not only physically demanding, not only mentally demanding, but wow, was that emotionally demanding because I did it at the contention of whoever my manager was at the time. That was the entire journey. That was my whole journey was my, me constantly trying to justify with my own management this is what our business needs and them saying, I don't want you doing this and me saying, what is it I'm not doing that you're asking me to do? Like this constant battle for <laughs> like years, bro, yeah. years, right? It's just constant battle. And then once, and then the best part is when their manager would come to them and be like, what is it that you're doing that's you know um, imaginative or what are you doing that's pushing the envelope? he would always bring up my stuff and Joe's stuff. <laughs> well, this, we're doing this. So <laughs> what that ended up doing was putting me into a space where I was like, I'm going to actually go in the other direction now. I don't want to work that hard anymore. Now I'm just going to do what you're asking me to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's It's like all over the place. But do then, you, then
0: do you find yourself, after you made that shift, not getting as much value One
1: hundred percent.
0: your jobs? Now, you, now you're not enjoying it as much because- you're not working as hard and you're not feeling valued, yes, because, valued in, yes, the value because, in the hard work.
1: Because my definition of hard work had evolved. Whereas before doing the roofing stuff, I felt very accomplished. Look at all that tile I helped put up yeah. there. Now if I did it, I'd just be like, this is what? You know what I mean? Because yeah. it wouldn't have felt like an accomplishment to me. But you're absolutely right. Now I'm just going to do what you want me to do, I guess. And so what, what do you want? Go to this meeting and just talk about stuff. Sounds good. You know what I mean? And so that's what I'll do, and then I'll get a paycheck. And it was, it was you're right, I was left with this empty feeling because my definition of what hard work was uh, also, to me, didn't make any sense unless the value of it was something intrinsic. It was something right. real. And so that brings us into a good space to talk about where you are now, where I'm working to be now, is that there's nothing, nothing easy about what we do. This this podcast is very difficult to do, and I love every bit of it, man. Yeah. And the YouTube's very tough, and I love it. I love even <laughs> you got to embrace the suck, yeah. you know. Streaming, streaming, uh, the amount of love and support that I get from the streaming atmosphere, like it, it defies description. It defies description, and even that's difficult work. It's very hard work because sometimes I'm not feeling it going in, and you got to yeah. figure it out. And sometimes, like yesterday, I did a four and a half hour stream. That's exhausting stuff, you know, because you are yeah. for four and a half hours, you're wiped afterwards. But but it's fulfilling, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, it's it's is a tough subject because obviously I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing, and I'm super grateful to be to be in the space I'm in. And at the same time, uh, it's much harder than anyone could possibly perceive unless they've actually experienced it uh you know like you said it's it's more of the the mental stuff you know what i mean like if if something in my life happens that that like brings me down brings me into a negative space we're all human it happens and and now i'm i have a commitment to do a collab with with a, a peer of mine or a stream or whatever and i'm not in the right headspace it's hard yeah. to just make that mental shift to be like okay my vibe on purpose is to, to bring energy, to bring happy energy. I want to be always smiling. I always want to be having fun at whatever I do. But if I'm innately not in that space mentally, because of something else that's happening in my life, uh, it's, it's hard to like fake it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not a like trained actor. I'm not going to be able to completely fake it. And so it can be like, it can be like really, really difficult to, manage that and like just be able to like flip a switch in my head and be like everything everything that you're upset about you got to just check at the door because you know we're we're here for a different reason we're here to we're here to like entertain and and bring smiles and and uh you know with podcasts hopefully have some thought-provoking conversation like if i came in to a podcast recording and i didn't get good sleep Maybe I got in a fight with my wife the night before, which never happens where I'm happily married Uh, (laughs) or kids or whatever. Right. You know, or or a family member passes away. It would be very, very difficult to sit here and have conversation without, like, letting the mind wander and be blocked by whatever kind of thing is going on outside there. But. We we are also professional, you know what I mean? Like we've made commitment that we're gonna do this, we're gonna make sure that we hit the, the Fridays. And so you you kind of wanna make sure that you you stick with it. And there has been times, like I'll admit that like a couple weeks ago Go we there. had a podcast recording that I came into the recording in a terrible mindset, a terrible headspace. I was just clouded by darkness and and letting like depression and stuff like really get to me and it affected it affected my i hate to use the word performance in the podcast. I, I like I look back at the, those two podcasts we recorded that day and not happy with myself mm-hmm. because I wasn't fit that day. I wasn't able to completely turn it off, turn off what was bothering me outside the actual conversation that you and I were having. And it led me to like say things that were a little dark and, and not myself. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, those kind of things can be difficult. And like you said, like I get done with some streams and because we, we turn it on, you know what I mean? Like there is a, there is very much us Uh in in streaming. Like we're, we're still us, but there's, there's still a dial that we turn up just a little bit because we do want to kind of uh, put some kind of energy out into the ether. And sometimes we have to like pull energy. That's not even like in us at the time. You know what I mean? We're like, we're pulling fake energy, not fake, but we're, we're grabbing energy from wherever we can. And by the end of it, like we're completely drained completely drained. I get done with a stream and I'm just like dead.
1: Yeah. Like it's weird. I, right? It's,
0: it's like if, if we were like a battery, you know, imagine that's what it is. We're a battery. Literally it decharges the entire battery every time I stream. And I, and it takes me a minute. Like I, yeah. I go and I go inside and, and lately most of my streams, you know, we do a lot of these afternoon streams for Phasmo. Uh, uh but I have, I literally end stream and I go to the gym. And it's not easy. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> like it is not easy. I want to go in the house and just crash on the couch. Yes, you know, and just turn on the TV and do nothing and just veg out the rest of the night. But I have to force myself because um, I also found that you know, being in the right headspace to be able to do this job means that I have to take care of myself. And that means eating right. And that means exercising and and all those kind of things, because like, that's what leads me to not get in such dark places just for me mentally. I need that. Like that's, that's my therapy if you will, is to make sure I take care of myself. Cause when I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty much in a bad mood all the time, yeah. you know, and I don't have the energy to put out into the ether and these streams and stuff. And, uh, and you can, you can fall out of creative space. Like sometimes you just can't force yourself to be creative, you know? I can't, I can't lock myself in a room and say, I'm not leaving this room until I come up with an idea. It yeah, doesn't It doesn't work, it doesn't doesn't like work that. that way.
1: No, you can lock yourself in a room and say, I'm not leaving until I curl this bar a hundred times. But, <laughs> but you're right when it comes to the creative space. In fact, uh, I was just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and he was talking about, cause I think if I'm not mistaken, I think he has a new podcast every day. I mean, can you imagine that? Dude? Wow. I don't know how true that is because I've been, you get I,
0: enough staff organizing everything for you and all you have to do is well, show up course. and talk. Maybe oh, I guess it's okay, uh, but it's not like he sets <laughs>
1: this up every day, tears it down. Every, I understand that, but Um, you're right. I'm sure he's got obviously he's not the one doing the editing. He's not the one setting everything up, he's not doing sound. He I I get it. But there's still from a mental standpoint, what do you talk about every day? What do you do every day? And so he even mentioned it, like he doesn't take a whole lot of, you know, vacations or whatever, but he's like the break is very needed. He said, I find myself when I do take a vacation, whether it's two days or three days or whatever it is boy, that just recharges me. That's where I got to, I got to yeah. separate. And then it starts to reignite ideas and just d- different topics and different angles on, on what to do. And, and so that's what he does. And I think, and it's interesting because this type of hard work is even when you want to do it, you can't really do it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's what you're talking about. Yeah. Like I'm here, I'm working. I mean, here comes an idea it doesn't work like that you know what i mean it's yeah. just, it doesn't work like that so that's what that kind of gives it it's whole other layer of what it is and, and i want to just if i can i just want to commend you for a second because i know how exhausting it is to at the end of a stream it makes it's it's terrible to use the word exhausting because it sounds like the whole time you we were streaming was like not enjoyable it's extremely that's I said. this enjoyable. is a tough
0: one to talk about because we are in fact doing what we love yeah but at the same time it is much more demanding because than people could
1: imagine. But here's the but here's here's the deal, right? Uh I would venture that when you do end up doing what you love, what you love, now you get to actually experience what actual hard work is. Because when you're doing what you love, you have no interest in second place. And I don't mean second place, somebody else is in first place. I mean no interest in being anything less than the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that that's that means that that's a battle that can never be won, and it's it's a kind of a fun one, you know. It's it's a fun um, journey, but it is also very very exhausting. So when I'm done with a three hour stream, four hour stream, um, I I do go and just crash on the couch because I am wiped. And yeah. it, it was typically, I mean, it wasn't just the last four hours. There was a the whole work day before it, but it doesn't matter. I'm exhausted. The idea of going to the gym after a stream, <laughs> I'm like I won't even entertain it. And yeah. that's bad. That's bad. That's another whole level of hard work that you're you're getting it's, into. It's one of
0: those things where the hardest step is the first one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the hardest decision I make every day is whether or not to to lace up my shoes. Yeah. At, at that time. Because it'd be easy not to. Oh but so then easy. once I do and when I walk through the door of that gym, like I'm so happy I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then after it's over. Especially like if I have a, if I have a day that I crush or a week that I crush, like that's when I look back and I'm like, I'm excited about who I am. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I am doing what I should be doing and what I want to be doing. And it wasn't easy, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And and just having that like feather in my cap that I told myself I was going to, I was going to work out twice a day, all five days this week. And I didn't miss a single one. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like that's that's when it's like, heck yeah, yeah. And so you know, Friday night comes along. I get home from the gym. I can reward myself a little bit. Crack open an adult beverage or two. You know, like it's all good. I like like it. you're allowed to, right? I, I I think you know in moderation. Hey, here we go, air quotes in moderation. You know, <laughs> got to do every, everything in moderation. But like you were saying, uh, <laughs> in reference to like Joe Rogan and what he said about needing that break. We talked about the battery, right? Do you know your your iPhone that you have sitting on this table right here that's off camera? Um, actually, its battery will diminish over time and how much it can actually yeah. hold, yeah. right? So you have your daily charge, right? And we have our daily charge. Your daily charge, you get on stream. Your daily charge, you're down to 2%. You plug it in, you recharge it. Back up to 100% next day. Stream again. Keep going. All of a sudden, that 100% doesn't mean 100% anymore, right? Right slowly dropping over the course of time your battery can't even charge fully anymore because you're just working 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 every day you're recharging you're recharging and draining recharging right eventually you need to get a new battery it's just not going to hold as much i think humans we're the same way right so we get to a point in time where we start to realize every time i plug this in and it says 100 percent, i'm actually at 50 percent Like I'm my, my mental uh, physical capacity of energy right now is actually at 50% of what it should be. And that's when you need to be okay with taking a little time to yourself, you know, whether it's just taking a day off for some me time or getting away with the family on vacation or whatever it is that you do to like get that new battery or, or really fully recharge that take that time. Like, I think it's, I think that's worth it. Like if you work yourself to the point to where you've diminished the capacity of your battery, your internal battery, you need to recognize that and pause your life and figure that out because you're not charging your battery fully every day. You have less to give. So it's important. And I get, I get that, you know, I've, I've taken some vacations every time I feel this way. And right now I'm actually, um, well, this is actually coming out after my vacations happened but i'm going to take a little trip up north with the with the family because i'm to the point now that i can i can feel that starting to drain and i want to give i want to get back to 100% you know and i think just taking a little bit of time away just a few days will do that for me because it does every time
1: we do, just unplug we do a lot of podcasts that have turned into and i i don't really notice it until i'm editing it it's a lot of podcasts of um me kind of almost imparting wisdom to you or what I think you need to do or insight I have. And I, there's a reason nobody heard a peep out of me for the last five minutes.
0: <laughs> I noticed that I'm like, Whoa, is I, is I, does he just gloss oh, dude, over? That was, I was, <laughs> did I lose him? His eyes were like n- glossed over. <laughs> not even
1: a little bit, dude. I was latch on to every damn word you were saying because you are spot on. And I didn't even, you like, you quite literally just taught me something. Because I was listening, and I was like, "This isn't." I'm listening because I'm in a. Agre- notice I wasn't nodding in agreement. I'm listening because I'm like I'm learning something right now. The battery metaphor. Did you come up with that? I did. That's very very good. You have your phone sitting here. It's <laughs> like well, but you have to understand. <laughs> but, I mean, this is. I don't know if they still are, but me. I think they're lithium. Right, these are lithium batteries or whatever. Did we lose a camera? We lost the camera. Camera's lost. Might have lost a, the lose camera. camera. It's okay. Okay, we'll have to just we won't use have these a guys. center
0: cam outro today.
1: Hey, we have the important ones. What's up, buddy? So <laughs> anyway, uh the the I think they're lithium in these, if I'm not mistaken. Lithium ion yeah, batteries. Sounds right. It might yeah. be, I may they may have evolved it since then, but but yes, that is a thing with these these mm-hmm. uh batteries. And when you use that as a metaphor in regards to how the human works, I don't think you're kind of right. I think that is I think that is a spot on metaphor to the point where I was like. That's he's talking about this is what I'm feeling because even though I gave that big old thing that I don't care about the stuff at work, I am still me and I still, I am still somebody that I just, I do like to do a good job. I'm just not pushing as much as I once was, but I've been at a space for the past probably six to eight weeks of my actual job at, 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 at Intel. I'm getting it done and I'm doing, and I'm, I'm doing it well, but it is grueling mm-hmm. not because it's hard work. I'm very good at what I do. It's not hard work. It is that hard to care at all. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I'm willing to bet. Now, I've had this in the past too to where if I take a break, uh, even going back to work, I'm like, before I go back, I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Oh, when I get back to work, I'm going to take care of this. Oh, oh, this is what my my company needs. You know what I mean? I get all amped up. Yeah. That hasn't happened for a long time. Mm. And I'm realizing now that I, like, almost like the most motivated I can get, my, my work battery, if you will, my most motivated I can get is probably around 30%. I am cooked five minutes into the day. Like I, I got mm. my coffee, I'm ready to get started. And I look at my emails and I'm like, all I did was go to bed. I have 78 emails to go through. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, yeah. well, let's go through this. Delete, 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 delete. I got to read this one. Okay, you know what? I'll mark this and I make my list. I find myself getting halfway through it and I'm like, I don't even want to scroll down anymore. You know what I mean? And I look at my list that I've built. I'm like, I haven't finished my coffee. I've got 10 items on here. You yeah. know, I'm like, okay, that's okay. That's okay. Just get through it. And I go and I get through it. But the whole time I realize I, I'm just trying to get through the day right now. That's all I'm trying to do is just get through the day. So I can get onto what I really want to do, which is this. And that's all I want to do is just get through the day. And I'm real. And I, and I actually said out loud the other day, what is wrong with me? Because I've always had a really strong work ethic. And I said out loud to myself, what is wrong with me? Like, I, I, I don't can't think of anything that I care less about than my actual <laughs> job right now. That's not good. Right. And I think you nailed it is that I really haven't taken any sort of actual break. Um, uh, probably since, honestly, last break I actually took would be Jamaica when my 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 wife and i went on our 20 year anniversary which was over a year ago mm-hmm. right i've traveled since then but when i'm tra- even when i'm traveling i'm still working the whole time you know what i mean yeah. and so or or there's some sort of purpose right i was just in new york not that long ago that was to move my daughter in so the whole thing was move there do all the shopping get her set up fly back that's yeah. not a vacation
0: it's it's <laughs> the, actually it's, the most you had was like the 5 hours on the flight to yeah. unwind <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
1: dude you nailed it so that's why when you were talking i was like like this is app, this is very, very sound. And so I still, you know, and, and my dad's been telling me too, like, uh, you know, I, that was hard. That was hard the other day, taking my dad to that medical consult. You want to know why? So I, I have no time for that. I don't have time for that. Like it was at the point, I mean, what a terrible thing to say to your dad, mm-hmm. make the time for it. But it was one of those things where I was like, I, I, I actually, I can't do this. I don't have time. This is equivalent to taking a day off, which I've illustrated. I, I cannot do right now. <laughs> So, but he's, and he's telling me, he's like, you gotta, you're going to burn out, man. Yep. You gotta, you gotta chill. You gotta find a time to, and he's not wrong and you're not wrong and, and whatever, I'll figure it out. But, uh, I gotta just, I gotta make it happen, but it's a, it's a scary concept. You know what I mean? And let's, let's do this. Let's, let's pull the curtain back. Last three months of streaming have been interesting. Why? Because they have this new partner plus program yeah. and partner plus just to get right to it is very good if you're able to pull it off it pulling it off mean meant you needed to have 350 paid subs uh, for three months in a row Mm -hmm. right and a paid sub is a non-prime sub and a non-gifted sub okay so you had to do 350 and I was like oh I actually don't know if I'll qualify for that so let's see but what this means is I can't take my foot off the gas so let's just see what happens so we do the first month and I and I cleared it. I cleared the 350 by over 100. I'm like I did I did it. It took some extra work, but I did it. Second month, halfway through, I'm like, "Ooh, I'm not even on track. I'm behind." So now there will be no days missing. You know what I mean? And and I think I I think I was behind cuz I did miss a couple of days cuz of travel. Yeah, I think the travel. second month was going yep. to New York. Yeah. And so next thing I know, month's over and I cleared it by over 100 again. So then it's time for the third month and I'm like, so, so it's kind of there were people in this realm who were not going to make it. Other people who were going to make it without barely even trying. And then people like me where it's like, you, you can do it, but, but you, 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 <laughs> you're not going to phone this one in. You phone this in, it's not happening, you know? Right. And uh third month came along and, and, and this is by the, just so we're clear, the amazing community out there. You guys are amazing. Uh, it happened again and it happened in spades, like big time. And I'm like, okay, so I did it. I did it. That's great. We still still like another week left in this month. And I've I'm over by like I, I did it by over 150 subs. I'm good. So I should take a break, right? Why am I not taking a break? You know what I mean? <laughs> like what is what is happening right now? What what is not going? What am I doing? Yeah. But it's because I'm also aware of like a lot of the expenses I have coming up. So it's one of those things where I just I gotta I gotta get myself sorted, man. Like you're absolutely right. There's been times where I make the dumbest decisions based on what it means. I guess financially. So uh, there's a chance I could go swimming in my pool or I could stream. This is I'm going with, this is like, you know, a long time ago, pool or stream. My wife's in the pool. That's why I want to be there. I'm not going to go by myself. My wife's in the pool. I could be with my wife in the pool or I could stream. All right, well, let me see. Streaming will do this for me. Would I pay that amount of money to go swim in my own pool? No, I wouldn't. I'm going to stream. That is a, that is very, that is, that is, that's a dark path. Yeah. You know what I mean? and i've got it. you're you're right dude i need to i need to get smarter
0: yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like if you had a conversation with yourself you know what i mean and and you start to do that you remember the why podcast mhm mhm why do i want to? why do i why am i going to choose streaming over spending time with my wife well because it's going to it's going to give me that money to help the cause. what yeah. why why do i why do i feel that that money is important and you start to go down the road do you eventually maybe maybe eventually get to the point to where you realize actually things will be OK without that money? You know what I mean? Yeah. And those that time, you know, because time is the most valuable thing we have. Right. We talked about that. That time with the wife might actually be more important than the money that it could have made on that stream. It, you know, it, after you start to ask it all the questions, mm-hmm. you know, I find myself doing that a lot because. This is, it's just the nature of being your own, your own business. Yes. It's the exact nature of that. Yes. Because everything, every decision we make has some sort of financial impact now. You know what I mean? Like taking even one day off a week means that I'm making less money, but is that necessary? What's, what's more important? That's when you got to start asking what's more important. The, the money I could have made on that day or taking that time to recharge, yeah. taking or the, spending time with my kids before they're, they're gone out of that, not gone, gone, but out of the house. And, and I don't I see them as much, yeah. you know, like what's more important. I'll tell you what, like most of my life, it's been more money driven and I've missed out on so much that now it's, it's like, okay, so my two oldest, like they're, they're like pretty much, they're, you know, out of the house almost. And, and, uh, but what did I miss? You know, it's like, what did I miss? Because I worked so hard. And what did I get because of that? You know, okay, great. I got some, I got a, a, some, some money to do some things and go on some vacations and stuff. So I always use that as like my, I'm working hard so that I could have a better vacation. We can spend more money on vacation and that'll make that quality time make up for yeah. barely seeing my family six days a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And and it doesn't exactly compute. So it it just depends. Yeah. Everybody's going to be different, right? Like I'm not trying to say like, Oh, everybody should just dial it back because I'm like the worst example of it. I'm a a workaholic by nature, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I I think that allowing yourself to question, you know, (laughs) this happened to me last night. I literally in this room, I came in, I came in this room last night to lock it up. Because I lock it up before I go to bed because I'm nervous if somebody's gonna steal stuff. Uh, and I came in this room and I looked at my laptop and I said to myself, Do I really need to bring you on this trip with me? Mm. What's gonna and I and I started asking, I, I literally I must have been, I was crazy last night. I I I I was literally questioning my myself. And I went through it. What happens if I don't bring this laptop on my vacation with me? Well. Uh, you have a Hermitcraft episode that's scheduled to come out next week that has a uh, integrated advertisement in it that is currently being reviewed. They could come back and say we need you to make a change to that, and I would say I didn't bring my laptop with me. I am on vacation. I can't do it. And they would say, "Fine, we're not going to pay you then." And I was like, "Okay, so that's the consequence of making this decision is not getting paid for that ad that I put in the video." And then I asked myself. Is that the end of the world? Right. Is is that potential of losing that money from the sponsor worth ruining, potentially ruining my vacation? Because if I bring that laptop and it does come up and I say, hey, guys, I know we came up here to go experience nature. And I know we plan on going on a hike today, but I actually have to work instead. And then that like n- not allowing me to actually disconnect and recharge the battery. Is it actually worth it? No, I told myself last night. I had this conversation in my own head, and I said, uh, "Screw it, I'm leaving my laptop." Oh, good. I'm leaving my laptop, and whatever happens, happens. You
1: should bring it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just kidding. No, so, I think
1: that's good. I think that's that's a very healthy way to look at it. Yeah, I really believe that, and I and that's that to me, it's almost like you you're kind of moving into the sweet spot. You get it, mm-hmm. you know, and you haven't lost your um your work ethic you haven't lost a desire to continue to work hard for the thing that you love to do but you were starting to identify when it is becoming invasive right when it's intrusive exactly. when it is, it's taking over your your body like a parasite you know yeah. and you gotta you gotta be that's smart man i think that's a smart move so i i sort of teased the crowd and you with a funny story that i could tell you guys yeah. I'm gonna, let's let's uh let's Here. dance so we talked about what it was to be do physically hard work, and I talked about how the two people were my uncles. Right, one is Dennis; he's the roofer the guy. Is just I can't even. This guy we've always called him the cat because he's how many lives does this guy have? <laughs> he's been on fire. He's fallen off roofs. He's fallen into vats of boiling tar. Like what? he's this guy. I'm telling you, Jeez. bro, he's been in motorcycle wrecks. This guy is like, and I just he's just as tough as nails his wow. whole life. Right. Uh, and then the other one is uh, the pool guy. And that's, um, that's, that's Dane. And I actually, he's, that guy's what a hard worker he is. I used to live with him for a while when I was younger. And this is the guy who I I think that I told you, one of my strengths is activator, you know, uh, this is a guy who when I walked out uh, in the backyard, when I was still living with him and he was holding a pick uh, and he was standing on at his, at his pool. And he said, I'm thinking about putting a, Building a fire pit here, like a waterfall with fire coming out the top right here on this where this cool deck steps up into the spa. And I'm like, Oh, that would be cool. And I was like, That sounds like a I was gonna say, like, it sounds like a big job. He grabs the pick and just crushes the cool deck with it. And the second he crushes it, he's all, well, I guess I have to now. That's how <laughs> he works, right? And like, and I'm like the word kind of yeah. uh, similar. So my point being that. I with Dennis and with Dane, when I did the roofing, I wanted to make him proud. I was young enough; I was very young, I was fourteen or fifteen, and I wanted to um, just kind of prove myself. And I, I was that way my whole life because I'm so much younger than my brothers. I just wanted to be that dude who just boy can he outwork everybody, and, and mm-hmm. wh- what a hard worker! And I did with Dennis. Apparently, I just i i really got after it. And I remember after he paid me after the job he would tell me he's like i work with grown men who don't have what you have <laughs> you know what i mean he and he was like you understand he goes when i get a worker they're either fast and sloppy or they're thorough and slow he goes you are fast and thorough we don't get that and i'm also i was young and fit right but he goes i just want to let you know he goes i got a lot of respect for you i'm like that's what i wanted it was i need the money for the trip for the band trip, but that's what I wanted to hear. Right. So now it's time for me to work for Dane, the pool guy. And I love my uncle Dane as good as he is at everything. Nobody can match this. We call him Bob Vila because he is like the handiest handyman on the planet. There's like nothing he can't, there's nothing he can't. I don't understand it. How Mm you just come out of the womb and you just know how to do everything. And, uh, I wanted to work with him. And I think if I'm guessing, I think he probably went to Dennis and he's like, what do you think? Should I take him on? And Dennis was probably like, you're going to be very happy. Right. Okay. So I went to work with my uncle Dane and it was way up in the mountains on this pool on a house that wasn't finished. Right. This house was being built. And I don't remember the work we had to do, but it was like a lot of sawing pipes and laying concrete or whatever it was. (laughs) And I'm very excited. Cause I, now I get to work with Dane and I look up to him and I want to make him proud. I kind of, I wish he was here to hear this because he does not know the story I'm about to tell. And maybe, maybe uncle Dane, maybe I'll send this link your way and you'll understand what that day was all about because I have kept this a secret like my whole life. Ooh, okay. I
0: okay.
1: Um, see. So we're working and, uh, and I'm like, and I feel good and I'm, let's do my thing. And, and uh, granted as equally as good as he is at everything, he is equally as bad at teaching whatever that something is. Right. I think I've talked about this before. He is the worst when it comes to teaching stuff. You
0: still want to send him the link?
1: I'm fine with it because one, <laughs> because one time we actually, we roasted him at one of his birthday parties and I told not this full story, but I told that, yeah, that, that okay. piece that he can't explain anything. And uh, so I've got to go get concrete, uh, you know, uh, go, go do the the sand and the concrete mixture and then roll the wheelbarrow back to the, the back where we're working and put the water in it and do that and, and that was a nightmare because he didn't know how to explain that. Look, make me some concrete, and I'm like, what, "What does that mean? I don't know how to do that." He's like, "It's it's all up front. Everything's up front." I'm like, "What's up front? I don't know what you're saying. I know what concrete is." And he's like, "It's up front. You're going to see. You're going to see sand and concrete." And I said, "And I mix them together." He's like, "Well, put them in the barrel and bring it back. We'll mix it back here." And I said, "Okay." Is there a ratio here I should know about? He's like, "Yes. It's five to one. I'm all five sand, one concrete." Like I'm like spoon feeding yeah. him. How to explain something, right? And he's like, oh my God. And then he like tells me, "It's uh, he goes, it's five sand, one concrete. I'm like, okay, that's all you had to say, man. So I go out there and I do it. I do exactly what he said. And I walk it back and he's like, where's the concrete, man? He's starting to cuss at me and freak out. And I'm like, I did exactly what you said. And then I'm like, you do it next time and let me watch you. So what he does is he grabs the shovel and he, he fills up the shovel by about maybe 20% of the shovel of sand. Foot, 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 foot. And he grabs a big, giant, heaping thing of concrete. I'm like, come on, man. There's no, what are you doing? Right? So there's like really frustrating. I want to do well for you, but you can't explain anything. So we're going back and forth. And all of a sudden the tummy starts to rumble. Uh-oh. And um, I'm like, why is my tummy rumbling like this bad? What is this? I don't feel good, man. Like and I, I you know this is This is goes this is a nice story to tell Because was it Last podcast two podcasts ago About embarrassing you're like I'm like I'm, I told you I'm like I'm sure I've been embarrassed but I can't think of anything Here's the story all right and, uh, and This is kind <laughs> <laughs> you should not be that happy about this.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> because you had nothing embarrassing, I'm like, you don't live oh. your entire life to into your forties without having something embarrassing. That's why, why I to said. You. That's why I said the yeah. answer is yes. I can't I think put of you on this spot to come up with something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, but this, I'll, this, I'll this is the,
1: this is a good one. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And I'm going back through my head, what is going on? And I'm like, ooh, last night, yep. last night, I went and I got wings with my brother. I got, and that's, they must've been a bad batch or something. I do this all the time, but I'm, that's gotta be it. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever man up. You got this. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, just ignore it. Just keep on. I'm like, gosh, this is the worst. So I'm like, all right. Well, the worst part actually is this. There's no bathroom anywhere. <gasps> Nowhere. Bro. All right. is being built. Why am I, why are we working this site? We're working this site. Cause if you have to take a piss, just go in the corner and take a piss. You know what I mean? Taking a crap, that's not on the table. This is we're working, we're working today. And it's just me and my uncle. And I'm like, and finally, after so much time, I'm like, okay, well, I got this is let's let's get take care of this because I'm starting to slow down. I think he's starting to notice. I'm I'm doing poorly. And uh and now I'm definitely not impressing him, but I want to impress him. So I say to him, I say, Uncle Dane, um, now I at this time I think I'm 15. I'm either 15 or 16. Uncle Dane. Um, is there there's not a functioning restaurant, restroom in this house? Is there. He's like, no, the plumbing's not even halfway done or whatever it was. And I'm he's like, You yeah, gotta use the restroom? I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, just he goes, just you know, piss over there. I'm like, come on, you know what I'm asking. He's like, oh, okay. And he goes, uh, why don't you grab my keys, go down the mountain, take the truck, go down the mountain. Again, I'm like 15 or 16. <laughs> take the truck down the mountain. He goes, You're gonna see it's gonna be a big old wine. I mean, this house was way up on the thing. He goes, and then you'll you'll the gate will let you out. When you come back, there's a gate code. And he stares at me, he's all, or or you go behind the motor. Like he realizes in that moment, he realizes I'm like, whatever plan you have is not on the table. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this is, this is good. I'm telling the embarrassing story on the podcast. You're welcome. I hope you're not eating right now. Oh, good disclaimer. Yeah. So I go over. I don't want to tell the rest of the story. Here we go. I go over and I'm like, you know what? Just man up. Just take care of this. This is all you got. And uh, and I do what needs to be done. Bro, nothing solid about it. Nothing solid about it, okay? I'm just like, this is awful. This would be awful in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. I am miserable. And it's it's a hot day. I'm in this nasty environment. And I'm like, and, and, it's not like there's some basket of leaves here for me. What am I supposed to use? And I'm looking, I'm literally finding garbage like like used paper towels that are in the construction site and stuff like that. I think at one point I may have used like a discarded concrete bag. And I'm like, okay, just this is I just- I wouldn't advise that, bro. Oh, bro, I, bro. I am like, okay, Submet this- your cheeks together. I know, anyway. I don't think I did that. I think I was, I was finding like paper towels, like, like discarded paper towels, like wherever I could. And I'm like, okay, um, this is one of the worst days of my life right now. But you know what? Just man up and get through it. Just get through it. Because what you're going to end up doing... Do we lose another camera?
0: What is happening today?
1: Oh, you're right there. Okay. That scared me.
0: (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) Keep going.
1: okay Wait, we're having- you want to know what happened the, the laptop went and threw up at my story uh, yeah, That's yeah what seriously seriously <laughs> did you put on the filter of of bad stories <laughs> so <laughs> the cameras are dying left and right yeah. oh man so anyway so i'm gonna fast forward this disgusting story and apologize to everybody i realized during the process i'm like having to shuffle my feet to make sure that that, that is not gonna bleh. and i was able to avoid all that but the paper towels that was awful okay I, whatever, got the poison out of me, man up, get back to work. That's what went through my head. Mm-hmm. And I started walking them all. Yeah. The rest of this day is going to be a very long day. And it got to a point to where the aftermath and the fallout of that nonsensical chapter of my life was so severe. I could barely walk and I didn't want to say anything to him. I could barely walk. I mean, the pain was so unbearable that I could barely walk. And I was like, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say anything. I just want to man up and get through this, but I am so miserable right now. And then he's like, okay, go make me more concrete. Oh good. Cause that's like an 800 foot walk. So let's go do that. Do that. Now I'm coming back with a wheelbarrow. This goes on for several hours and I come home and it's time to get washed up and start the healing process. Uh, even the drive home was rough, right? Like, and I come home and I could tell my uncle was just like, what a joke. You know what I mean? I knew that too. And uh, I come home and I, I just, just to get there faster, it was, it was bad enough that there was a very decent amount of blood. Oh, you know I mean? It was, it got that bad. It got that bad. There was a, and I was like, well, I mean, I can't, I can't be accused of not being tough here. You know what I mean? Like I worked through that and that was, that's a lot of blood and this is going to be a rough healing process. I never told him that story. I never told him. I don't. I, I I know I've told people. I don't. Clearly, I've never told you this. No. But I know I've told people before. But it's been so you know few and far between. There's never been a reason. And uh, because we're talking about hard work and my, and and working hard and and like getting his approval, if you will, was so important to me that I made it my forefront. That when I started to like, you want to talk about like not taking care of yourself when that started to go super south i should have made everything about taking care of myself because right. because just to kind of take this very disgusting experience and add on to the metaphor had i properly cared for myself and whatever means that needed to i could have actually been a good worker for him right you know what i mean instead he like to this day he's probably like i don't know why dennis ever told me this guy can work he's a joke <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> well
0: now now he knows if he sent him the link yeah oh man yeah that's that's rough i mean What'd you take from that though? I mean, obviously now looking back, you, you have some, some, I mean, it's a funny perspective on it, but yeah, it's at a, the time, at the time,
1: at the time I took nothing from it. at the actually, okay. At the time I felt like an overwhelming loser. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt very, very weak and I felt like, um, uh, I felt like I wasted my uncle's time and I felt like my quest to get, make him proud of me was miserably like failed miserably that's what I took from that. Yeah. And it was it was it was kind of hard, man, cuz I kind of feel and I could be making this next part up, but I almost wonder if the two of them talked and Dennis is like, "What are you talking about, man? He's great." <laughs> and Dane's like, "What are you talking about? He sucks." You know what I mean? Like I don't know what to make of it, you know? And so <laughs> I, I whatever I, as time went by I do realize that the reason I got myself into that predicament is because well also because I did have the capacity to feel embarrassment back then and so I was embarrassed obviously that's why I kept so quiet about it and then two it, everything was about hard work everything was about working hard all the way to the point yeah. of my detriment of very boy I, I tell you audience I'm sorry that was awful sorry about that story <laughs> That was. it's over uh, now yeah.
0: and uh, i not hungry for lunch anyway, Yeah. so Thanks for that.
1: (laughs) That's what we do here. We wear it on our sleeve. No, but it's,
0: it's, it's good. I I think, um, you know, now having the retrospect and, and like kind of relating it to the, uh, you know, if you just taken a moment and gotten yourself right, how much difference that would have made, you know, for the day and now apply that to, you know, like your current situation, you're saying like, you're feeling like your, your battery capacity is, is kind of at an all time low and the way you recharge that or with an iphone we'd get a battery replacement or a new phone right yeah um the way you do that is is definitely an individual thing you know it might not be a vacation you need it might be a different role in the company. might be a change i was just it, gonna yeah it, it might just yeah it might be a change or it might be um you know a new hobby <laughs> who knows yeah. it's gonna be that that like how you recharge your battery's capacity is gonna be i think different for everyone for me specifically the only way i can do it is to unplug completely. And that's why I made the decision. I'm not bringing my laptop. You know what I mean? Like, cause I know I won't unplug completely if I don't, even uh, the last vacation I went on, it took me a good three days before I learned to let go. You know, like I had to like force myself to like just unplug and recharge fully. So, and then it's not easy also coming back. You know what I mean? You come back, you're, you're you're like, okay, yeah, my battery's full. But then you like, like I said, the first step's always the hardest one. It's always hard to like just put my shoes on, you know, especially since I don't like wearing shoes. But yeah. <laughs> but to put my shoes on at the end of the day to make sure that I make it to the gym, like just having that, making that first step is always the hardest one. But I never regret it. I never regret like forcing myself to take that first step. Yeah, you know, it's it's that's the payoff. That's the you know we're talking about hard work. You know. You you put in the the work you you get past that first hard step and then at the end of it you did what you wanted to do what you told yourself you were going to do you put in the effort and there's always a, a little bit of like I did that and that's that's what I love uh, that that's why I like I like this job because we have something you know what I mean that hitting the publish button means we did it yeah you know what I mean yep.
1: I know what you're talking about.
0: And and there's something, there's something to that. I, I, I think at least for me personally, I, I really like, and that's why I like developing as well. You know, when I was develop, doing development work, I could create a product that, you know, not only does it like make others lives, but I have something tangible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's virtual. It's in a software, but I can look at that and be like, I made that, yeah. you know, and you can feel a sense of accomplishment by, by doing that, <laughs> even mowing my lawn, lo- my lawn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I, I brought up the lawn mowing thing. You get done and you're like, man, the grass looks sweet. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I can no, sit I can back take and, that. and get an iced tea and, and, and just enjoy it. You know? So I, I think it's important to, you know, one, understand the value of hard work and to allow yourself the time to enjoy the, the, the aftermath of the hard work.
1: Yeah. You know. No, I got it. You're going to plant the fig tree. You got to sit underneath it sometimes and enjoy it. And yeah. You get it? Yeah. It's very good. All right. So I almost want to talk for another 20 minutes so I can edit over that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> the
0: regret. The regret was nah. should, I, should I really told I mean, it was it wasn't too bad until
1: you got to the blood part, to be honest. But that's what got you yeah. oh, to me. That was that, that, it was everything before that. <laughs> but whatever, dude. That's that's what that is. But I I just put hard work over everything, and to the detriment, you got to have a good balance, man. You just yeah. You know.
0: I yeah. You know, I was you know I could use my own medicine. I take a taste of this own medicine we're we're dishing out right now. But like I I had my my aunt come to the house um, years ago, and she was kind of asking me about everything and this is still when i was in that space where i was juggling and, and stuff and uh she was asking me you know how does all this work how are you working because i was working at intel and doing the, the content creation stuff and she's like when do you have time for anything and and i was like i don't and i was like i just i just go 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 go, go. i yeah. just work i just do nothing but work and and she goes you, you know life's a lot more uh, about a lot more than just working right yeah like she had to tell me that you know life's about more than just working and i was like what does she mean by that? <laughs> oh, like family time and enjoying, stopping, smelling the roses—that phrase, you know, like that kind of stuff—is what she was getting at. She's like, "Dude, you don't need to go a hundred miles an hour all the time. You will burn out." Yeah, you know, that's what she was trying to say. And and, and meanwhile, while you're going hundred miles an hour, you're speeding past all the cool stuff. Yeah, you know,
1: there's truth in that. Yeah, I think where I get hung up is that and this is a whole nother topic that we shouldn't really dive too deep down, but in regards to pull off what is being pulled off right now in my life, you know, in regards to my daughter being on the other side of the nation um, that, that I don't, I do feel like I cannot slow down or else I can't provide this for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, that's probably not true. Uh, you know what I could do is just probably find areas to be smarter with money. You know what I mean? So, but I, but that's, that's probably the best thing to do, but I I hear you. I keep on going because you just feel like if you don't, you feel like I've always, I've compared this world to rowing a boat. You keep on rowing, you keep on moving. The second you stop, you can physically feel it slow down. You know what I mean, and yep. so you just you got to be yeah, okay with and
0: it. and the next row when you want to get going, it's harder, is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's a, a great good metaphor. metaphor. Hey, we both had a good metaphor this podcast.
1: <laughs> you had a great one, man. All right, you say goodbye to all the you lovely. Say gu- people. I'll say
0: goodbye. You fix the clock. I'm and fixing And remember, the clock. we lost our center camera, so you're gonna have to show it on your. You're gonna you're uh, gonna say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this <laughs> clock is the episode number. We covered that. Well, but, hold it still. But. Um, so do you what? Uh, can I tell the story? Go ahead. We're not done. Can they even see it? No, they can't. Sure, to they be. can. Um, so we do this clock, and we had this Easter egg with this clock about it being the episode number. And uh, Skiz funny. today, Skiz went to set it for the first time. Usually, I'm the one that sets for it for episode sixty-one. For episode sixty-one, which is the la- episode and he, last week, and he set it so that the hour was on the six, and the minute hand was on the on the one. <laughs> And he's like, this is the way you do it, right? And I said, no, I set it to like the first minute of the 60. I said, what are you doing? So it do? was like it was like six oh one for 61. And, six, <laughs> so, and I would just slightly move the minute, one minute ahead for 62. When he's like, why don't you just point it at the one <laughs> so that it's like more obvious? <laughs> and I looked at him like... I'm an
1: idiot. (laughs) You you stared at that clock for a good thirty seconds without saying anything. uh,
0: When we remember to set the clock as our new Easter egg thing, uh, it'll be set that way from now on. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. That's too funny. Anyway, uh, good good chat, man. I I hope I I don't know. I I hope we both got something out of this because it is a good reminder, uh, not only you know for us, but hopefully for others as well. That like sometimes we can get too wrapped up in just the hard work part and forget about, you know, the fun part. Yeah. Right. I agree. Like work hard, play hard is a term. Yeah. Right. And it's, I, you know, all these cliche terms, I get it. But if we t- go back to the battery scenario without the play hard, the the work hard is eventually going to just end anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so
1: I know you're right. I learned something. I know I did. Cool. All right. It's time to go play hard.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's wrap this up.
1: You do that camera.
0: Into that camera. That camera.
1: That camera. We Plus, don't, this is the a, center. that's a
0: hot ones thing that Chris oh, Evans right. does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell them tell the world what you got going on. <laughs> that camera, that camera. Anyway, we did the hot ones thing never again. Never again. <laughs> never All again. right, fun time.
1: See you guys later. Bye. That's his foot. <laughs> no, they know I wore flip-flops.